Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. 11 o'clock, so don't get much brighter than Jason Byrne walking into your studio. Uh, running into the studio. Yeah, running at yeah, yeah, pace. Uh, yeah, I, I, wherever, like, I, I end up kind of trying to get here and it said it'll be an hour and a half so I, ba- I abandoned the car at the doll <laughs> right and then I had to pay for it so you owe me like like eight quid at least right? eight quid so absolute nightmare and then I come up into a coffee shop just yeah. outside until I get that have you ever bought a bar in a coffee sh- you know the coffee shops oh yeah like a- not the bar you know the bars in front yeah don't you can't be going Why? near them it's like £867,000. <laughs> I just got the copy and then she went, that's twelve fifty, please. I went, well, I think the power's like 5 eighty. I don't know. No, it is And ludicrous. there's a sweet shop literally just across from here. I got done yesterday in the the cheaper of the local delis here to work where yeah. I would go in and you can go, I go, look, that's the one. Yeah. I want to save a few quid. in there for the chicken fillet roll. Yeah. Like, walked up, had a wrap, but I put different chicken in it. Oh, no. The different chicken... Double charge. Each skewer of chicken was the price of a chicken filler roll. So your man goes a tenner, and I'm like a tenner. I looked at the thing and I was like, okay, here, thanks. Do you reckon we could try? Okay, everybody here today, try this. Try and bring your own chicken to the deli. <laughs> and just go pop that in there, will you? <laughs> just, I just need a roll and sauce. Yeah, just put just it in. <laughs> I wonder if they want them. We go, uh, okay. <laughs> try it. I'm sure their bosses wouldn't like that. I want to talk about loads of things. First of all, you yeah. mentioned bringing your own chicken into a deli, That's right? just an idea. Someone says, bring your own chicken. I work with a lad who always gets hot water only in delis, brings his own tea bags, saves a now, fortune. Now, you might see people go, ah, oh, he's scabby. He's not. He's like it's like two something for a kid. You're going to get a rake of tea bags for that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, here's a quick thing. In the airport in Dublin Airport, bring empty bottles with you. There's free water just at the, at the security. You can get a little and, yeah. fountain. Instead yeah. of going on, yeah, on that 780 million. <laughs> Although they do have the thing where you just pay what you think is right. Do you remember that? Yeah, like, Dave, what? that's not a thing. Have you read the sign? I think it's a euro. It's a euro. But it's a... <laughs> So whatever I have in my pocket is going in. Good old Dave. Yeah. It's whatever you take. That security Dave against the wall. No, Dave, it's a euro. That's how I got into America. Whatever I think is right is on the card. Here, come here. We need to talk about Memoirs of a Wonky-Eyed Man, the follow-up to Memoirs of a Wonky-Eyed Boy, which was yeah. a book about you. Yeah, that was a book about me from 5 to 15. Yeah. This one's from 16 to now. Right. And so... Mostly it focuses, you can see it on the front cover, it focuses on your dad. Yeah, Paddy, Paddy Lama. Paddy Bourne, which we called the Paddy Lama because he was like, he was in a shed. Like he used to be in a shed all the time and people just go, what's he making in there? He's going, nothing. He's like drinking whiskey and listening to his Perry Como and just <laughs> being around he Yeah, he just had his own space. He was always surrounded by broken stuff. Like, and, and one radios. Of, one of the things I love about the book is the... Like some of the things you talk about, I just immediately go to my dad, right? Yeah. So, for example, Paddy had a list of things he thought would hold their value or would be valuable, <laughs> right? So he would keep everything. Yeah. So, like, I'm actually going to open up here because I want to remind it. So, is, he has there's, there's the a list fir- there, is there? First edition Isle of Man pound coins, on five pound coins. Do you know how much they were worth? Five pounds. Yes. <laughs> okay, I just said it really quickly, right? He's, he, he basically brought us into the dining room once yeah. and he had them on the table. And he went, when I'm gone, these are yours. And we're like, what are ours? These. These, coins. these are the first coins in the Isle of Man. And we're gone, right? It worth nothing. <laughs> no. He had three clocks, yeah. uh, which were old, which were worth three old clocks. <laughs> All it. our dads do. They this. did. They absolutely did it. They did it. Uh, There's also a picture of you in the book, by the way, because it's one of those books... Because it's a it's a memoir. Yes. And in there, you've got loads of brilliant pictures of you and your family and your dad and everything. But particularly the in the era of that this was is set in your age, so in the, in the 90s, I guess. But you went to your Debs 
like you punched a bit above your weight there, Joe. Yeah. You brought television's Pamela Flood. Yeah, Pamela Flood came with us, right? And there's the picture in the middle of the book, I mean, this is worth even buying just to see it. Yeah. So I punched so above my weight with Pamela. She used to work with me in a place called the Brain Rooms in Churchtown. Right. And I asked pa- I never forget being so nervous, going, do you want to, uh, are you, uh, and she's like, what? Do you want to, uh, I was in a, ah, look, she wouldn't, I didn't even finish, because what do you want to ask me? Do you want to go to my dad? She went, yeah, that'd be great. I went, what? Oh, you, oh! <laughs> so there's a picture there, and it's like, I don't know, it's like something at Wayne's World. I, I'm in the house with her, the lads heard that she was in the house just on the on the night of the day. Yeah, yeah, they just came they in. They all just came in and jumped in the pit just to look at her and like and be sister, and be mom, and everybody like they're all going. Are you really bringing her? <laughs> There's so many stories in this book that like it is like memoir of a wonky eyed boy. It is a beautiful book, but it's also utterly hilarious. Like I don't know which one you want to tell me, but like I've things yeah. like there's. I'll just go through them, right? So there's the explosion in Guinness. There's Joe Ninety Twister. There's yeah. a Skybox Man. Like, yeah, well, look, I'll go. This, well, the Skybox Man. Was, tell us Skybox this Man. This is so awful, right? So my dad, um, he, he's uh, my mum. I, I went up to the house, right? And yeah. this is all happening. You know, when everything's happening in the house, and your mum's sitting there going, "You won't believe this." Yeah, that man is an absolute. You know, I'm going, "What?" My dad going, what, "What are you talking about?" So for ages, he had a flat screen telly in the in the good room, yeah. open, the back of it all open. He's trying to fix it. So hang on, so it's like, was it a flat screen or a tube? No, a flat screen. Right, a flat screen, but he had the he, back of it off. He had the back off it. Right. He's never, he's never fixed the telly in his yeah. life. And he's there going, my dad always tried, I'll go that bash, right? So my man goes, you won't believe he's had to do him, So what he did was, he uh, he called a Sky fella to say Sky was, the Sky was broken. Yeah. Right? And um, the Sky fella arrived, apparently, and my dad goes, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the box is not working, it's not working, it's not working, right? So guy just look around and goes, oh, is it? And then my dad goes, well, listen, um, do you fix tellies? <laughs> and your man goes, what? And he goes, I'll give you 50 euros to fix a telly in the back. <laughs> and, and your man your goes, beer. what are you talking about? He goes, I don't fix tellies. I install boxes. <laughs> and he goes, what? But you're a telly man. Like, literally, you're a telly man. He goes, I don't know when about tellies. And he goes, oh, you're a telly man. I don't know about tellies. <laughs> and he goes, look, I can't. I can only fix the skybox. What's wrong with it? And my dad goes, oh, here. He took the wire out of the drawer and just gave it to your man. Your man said, plug it in. he just plugged it the wire and told, <laughs> and told it was broken. See if he'd fix the sky telly for Paddy free. Is, uh, he's everyone's dad, Paddy. Is he's everyone's book. dad, granddad, husband. And I did a play about him called the Paddy Lama Shed Talks. This is very interesting, right? This is a, an amazing way of, of taking something like the book. Mm. And bringing it to life, right? So it's explain yeah. the Paddy Lamashed talks. So I'm I'm my dad. Yeah. There's no Jason in there no. at all. My dad talks to the crowd as if they're Jason, but he doesn't react with them. It's as if Jay's in the shed with him. Yes, and he gives tells us those stories and advice. And the really cool thing as well is that my mum and my sister, I recorded them in the interview about my dad. And okay, and so they playing that back. Yeah, but they didn't know I was recording them oh, until afterwards. Stop. So all you can hear them is eating biscuits. The dog jumping up at me, mum, going, "Ah, for God's sake, Jay's." Anyway, your father. And my dad reacts to those in the play, and then it's it's, it's quite because it talks about his stroke and him passing and yeah. everything, and my mom and my mom talking about him and his last words, and but it's lovely, like so it's, it it's very funny thing. and yeah. cry, but and then and the book came together, it was like a synergy. The book just happened and the play happened together. I'll do more of the play definitely because people loved it. Where have you done it? Have you done it at the Fringe? Yeah, I did a Dublin Fringe in Smock Alley there. And uh, my director, Phelan Cannon, always oh, was, was gas having a director. Yeah. Oh my God. Someone to actually help you Go do there. So. Go do where? I'm not going over there. No, do. Go over there and do that and then move I understand way. stage space. You do not. Yeah, listen. yeah. He was very good. So <laughs> it was all about everyone just falling in love with my dad, you know. And uh, I did a play, did it in Edinburgh for a little go. Yeah, little how go. was that? Uh, and it was only a small little, just trying it out. Yeah. But uh, 
there's loads of outfits and elves coming and kids because they reminded of their granddads and everything. Okay. And we had like, because uh, it was Perry Como all the way through it. So it was like Magic Moment and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And whenever Magic Moment came up one stage, all the Scots just started singing it in the room. And They're all just singing away. And how do you feel about the transfer from stand the up? manic stand-up, the oh way you do stand-up, to the more controlled environment of having a director and doing what's, what is essentially a play? Well, I sussed out now, and I've only recently realised this, that my dad, the play as well, is my subconscious telling me to slow down now. Okay. And my dad does that in the book all the time. He doesn't understand when we all run around. And in the play, he says, you know, maybe Jason, you should stop le- lepping about so much. Maybe sit in a chair and still tell some jokes like Dave Allen. <laughs> and <laughs> my favourite line in the play at yeah. the end, he goes, uh, he goes, you know, he used to say, my dad used to say this, which is in the book as well. He used to say, uh, when somebody dies, you should always talk about them or they die twice. And then he goes, uh, you should go around people's houses, get the pictures out, the tea, the whiskey, have a laugh about them. Oh, yeah. And then my dad pauses in the play and goes, I probably wouldn't write a play about them. <laughs> That's a bit extravagant. <laughs> All right, there show, showbiz, Jason. Yes. <laughs> a play. Well, actually, speaking of slowing down, there is a comedy show called Ironic Bionic, and we want to tell you all about that oh, in yeah, a couple I'm doing of minutes. That as well. Yeah, that's on the way in a second. Today FM. Dave Moore. On Today FM. And sent the text saying, I saw Jason Burns' Paddy Lama Shed oh. Talks in Smock Alley. It was really moving and very funny. A great tribute to his dad. We felt like we knew Paddy and mourned his passing. Fantastic. Yeah, it, that's what it's for. Yeah. It, it helps everybody and also helps people connect with their their relatives that have gone. Does it help you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, lo- I, I love bringing my dad back, you know what yeah. I mean? And then my mum went to see it on the Wednesday and all, oh my God. What did she think? She was the only one who didn't cry in the whole room. <laughs> she was going, I knew your father. Yeah, I knew the real one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the real Oh God, the Paddy that bought me flowers. What? <laughs> and I'll be happy once. Yeah, there's a bit of advice where my dad goes, always oh, buy your Mrs. Flowers, right? And we've got actually... Be over me, mum. Going, he never ever brought me flowers. <laughs> so it was just advice, but he wasn't listening to him. So, yeah. um, come here. Look, let's talk a bit about the new comedy show that's coming, the stand-up show, because you're still doing that. Yeah, that's that's in. I'm doing that Brit- in Britain now at the moment. Right. So, so ironic, bionic. Yeah, ironic, so, bionic man. You did not want to be a bionic man, but how many bits have you gotten fixed over the years? Yeah. You've obviously wonky eyes. Yeah. So, well, first of all, I have to explain to anybody who's like twenty or under, mm. or even a bit, what the Bionic Man yes, was. true. Because they're going, do you know what it is? They can see kids in the audience going, no. no. I'm going, well, it was a fella, a bionic man, and he had a bionic eye, and that used to go, when he looked noise. through it. He had a bionic arm that could crush a tennis ball. That was the start. He and, and could jump, couldn't he? Because he one bionic leg. No, okay, and here we go. Brilliant. What use is one bionic leg? <laughs> <laughs> you unless, unless you're kangaroo hopping yeah, one leg style yeah, down the road yeah, if he's running he's dragging the left leg <laughs> that's so true I yeah. never thought of that it's like dear, 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 dear. We're going, imagine the meeting uh, we've made a mistake there. He's, he's only got one bionic leg <laughs> so yeah so the bionic I, inside me I have yeah I was born with a, with a lazy eye yep. squint or yeah. um, a lazy eye as doctors called it that was fixed straightened bionic eye come on uh, no appendix. Uh, my um, my lung collapsed when I was twenty one. I was too tall and thin. So too, too tall and thin. Yeah, I've got the most rubbish reasons for being ill. That's the thing because look, famously, you've told the story on the show before. You've had heart operations. You've had stents put in. Yeah, but it's not because of people probably think like Jason Byrne, comedian, yeah. up oh, late, bam, bam, bam. partying, never eating right. No, yeah, Jason yeah. Byrne's one of the healthiest, fittest comedians yeah, it's around. A, it's rubbish. So you just get it's just hereditary. I have these terrible genes. Yeah, they come. They so they're coming from. So my dad's family all live forever. They're all brilliant. Even though they they only had, they had heart disease now, definitely because okay. of, because of uh, whatever 
fags and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum's, all the jeans, they're just awful jeans. Right, all it's all your mask li- Yeah, they're all little <laughs> jeans that just break you. So <laughs> I have staples. Of the, I remember my lung collapsing. Uh, you remember, the, right. Yeah, one of the first times I was in the warehouse working with PJ Gallagher, that's who worked with me. Yeah. And I was on the ground when it first collapsed. And PJ standing over me, because we always play tricks in each other. Yeah, he thought you were messing. He was kicking me, going, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then he starts sitting on me. He's going, yeah, Jay, I was dying. And then he started going blue and he goes, oh, we better, we'll go bring him over to the hospital. Thanks, PJ. So yeah, that and I, my knee, my, I, I ripped the cartilage in my knee when I was going to the loo. Going to the loo? I went in, look, I, I need to go to the loo quickly. So yeah. I went in, pulled my trousers down and bent down too quickly and I ripped and the cartilage snapped. in my, no, it actually locked. And Ouch. So anybody my age or, anywhere, or, or you or me, whatever, I'd recommend warming up in the hallway. <laughs> Come on, we won't for all other couple sports. Of steps up and down the stairs, the bottom of the stairs before you go in. <laughs> He's got a point. Um, when can Irish audiences see? Oh, January, February, March, we're going to be all back over in Ireland once I entertain the British. British first, yeah. yeah the, the British, well, well, it's not British first, it's actually, you know, they get the, you know, it'll be well honed by the time. Exactly, they get, yeah, they get, <laughs> they, get, they get the untested version. Uh, the oh. book is Je- Memoirs of a Wonky-Eyed Man, The Dad Knows Best Years by Jason Bird. Before you go, quick fire round, right? Yes. Yeah. Answer these questions on top of your head. Okay. What would you most like to be known definitively as the best in the world at? Oh my God, the best in the world at. Oh my, come on. I'm, I'm uh, uh, oh, I'm, oh, well, memory. Look at me trying to think. Oh. <laughs> memory, I have an amazing memory. So you'd love to be like on the telly, they go, uh, what day of the year, what day was the 7th of January 1927? You just go, bang, I remember yeah, no, it's different memory kind of stuff. Oh. It's stuff that nobody would know if it's true or not. Oh, impressive. So I view that. Okay. So oh my God, you want to see his memory? It's amazing. You remember stuff that we don't know. Yeah. I remember the first time crocodiles appeared on Earth. When was that? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was the Thursday. Yeah. Who's the most famous person in your phone? Bono. That's ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. I Actually, to, Bono's number. Yeah, I had to a gig for Bono. Bono rang me. Did you ever hear this story? Oh my God. Bono rang me. I was doing, and he's, and I, he just, I didn't, I've never spoken to Bono. Right. He rang me when I was in London. He got me number and all. Uh, of course, because Bono can get all our numbers. Yeah, true. And he rang up and I went, hello. And he went, Jason Ben. And he's singing to me. Jason dead. It's Bono. And I went, yeah, who, yeah whatever. Yeah, he's going right, to hang yeah, up. Yeah. And he went, and then the more he spoke, went, oh my God, it is him. Had a good chat about him. He wanted me to do his, um, 60th birthday party for Gavin Friday. Oh my God. So I, uh, and the way he hung up as well was so funny. He just, I went, so, okay, so, oh, first of all, I said, there's going to be a stage and lights at this gig, like, in yeah. a restaurant in in Renla. Right. And he went, yeah, no problem. Stage and lights, Jason, absolutely for you. The best, the best, the best, right? He's absolutely the best phone ever. Right. And then he just goes, this, this is how he hung up. He went, goodbye, yellow brick road, and hung up. Hung up. <laughs> yes. So I then did, a, did a part, the birthday party for him, for Gavin. And I came on and I went, you sure now you don't want to end burn? But this is the crack. <laughs> Like loads of people were there. Yeah, like the chorus. Proper famous like, people. Yeah, like um, Killian Murphy, like all of them. Uh, Jim Sheridan, all of them drinking and talking. And then when I had to stand in front of the bar with no stage and lighting, no bottom, nothing. Yeah, guaranteed. It was yeah, nothing. yeah. They just turned around and listened. I had a great gig, and then the Edge came over. He hugged me first, and he went, "I am so sorry that Bono did that to you, Jason." <laughs> I went, yeah, I know. I said, I said, he said he was on stage and lights, and he went, he's Bono. Yeah, he's never <laughs> he's ordered stage and lights. What national school did you go to? BCS. Okay, Ballantyre so Community School. Go back to Ballantyre Community School and think about, say, eight eight years old, maybe uh, Susbjog, little break. Well, eight, eight years old is, is Saint Attractus. Okay, Saint Attractus, right? That's where sorry. I want you to go. Oh, was that what you meant? Yeah, primary. national school, right? Oh, sorry, primary. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry. So you're in Saint Attractus. You open your lunchbox for a small break. What's in it? 
It is a cheese sandwich and yeah. crisps. Crisps? For like, I don't know, nine years. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> sandwich and crisps. Yeah, Any flavour? Crisps or just Cheese and onion. Oh, cheese and onion. I couldn't be eating salt and vinegar. It's too exotic. We've had a few ready salted in, you see. So I was what? Yeah. Oh, no, that can't be when we were eight. Yeah, it must have been, it must have been younger people. That's yeah. people. Nobody Ready salted. Ready salted. Red that, is cheese, that is cheese and onion. Who would you like <laughs> beside you in a zombie apocalypse? Uh, well, I suppose Simon Pegg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if anyone's seen the Cornetto trilogy, you know exactly what he's talking about. And the final question I ask all my guests, because I don't, do you wash your legs in the shower? Yeah. Okay. But not properly. I rub them. Do you rub them? I don't, I don't like, rub do you know them. Like go up the top? I rub the hot spots. Yeah. But I don't rub but I, the legs. But I think you're okay. Yeah, no, it's so You still so, have I'm sweat glands there, though. You know, ah, that's your legs care. don't really sweat. Them. No, they're just, that's all the runoff knocks it all off. I yeah, think. even, you know, getting to your feet. That's nah, hard. that's too hard. I don't know. Here's a challenge for everybody go in the morning. In. I dare you to wash yourself in a different order tomorrow. Okay. Try that. There's your challenge. Text us in tomorrow on 87 Because that is almost impossible. People do the same left, that same is right, so same true. back, same Okay, front. do it tomorrow and let us know. We'll tell Jason how you get on. 87 4100 Jason Byrne, thank you so much. Yep. The book. the book, Memoirs of a Wonky Eyed it's Man. Out, out the 28th, it'll be up there. And also, can I just do a quick uh, charity thing? Come Anything on, it's always good to do yeah, a charity. Yeah, go for it, go uh, Cancer Support Centres. We're doing a walk on the 1st of October. If you want to go uh, to the website, Our Cancer Support Centres, we're doing a, a charity walk. Where's that? Hope. It's uh, it's going to be just down by the keys there. Okay. Just uh, oh my so, god, I've got the name of it. That's okay. But just tell us, Arc Cancer Support, Support Centers. Centers. Yeah, first of October, the walk go on there, Torture Hope, and it's just in Dublin, and everybody does a lovely big walk. Brilliant. And go and check that out. And, and, then, that. But, 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 and then buy me book, and you can bring it to the walk. There you go. He and then you can buy you. a ticket for yeah. me show <laughs> on that. And then me and Dave will be there. Dave Moore on Today FM podcast.